Hey, hey, Brian Miller here, and welcome back to Beyond Networking, the show where we help you build a sustainable career in an unpredictable world with the power of human connection. I'm a little behind on podcast editing right now. I was on the road, which it's been so long since I've really been on the road. I was gone for like a week, five or six events in the real world, speaking, workshops, students. It was a blast. But in that time, I didn't have a chance to edit the next or next couple of episodes. So in the meantime, we're going to do some bonus episodes. And actually, I've got something great for you today, this week, because I've been a guest on a whole bunch of really excellent top-notch podcasts recently. And this week, I'm presenting to you a short clip from one of those interviews I did on somebody else's podcast, Janice Porter. She's got this incredible podcast called Relationships Rule. We were connected over a mutual friend, somebody who had me on his podcast a couple of years ago, Frank uh, Agan, who I, and I, I, Frank, I apologize if I pronounced your last name wrong. Just now I'm doing it from memory. Uh, But Frank had me on his podcast a couple of years ago, Networking Rx, and it was a lovely, lovely experience. He's been a big supporter of my book and my work. He's always tagging me on LinkedIn. Thank you, Frank. And Frank introduced me to Janice who has a whole podcast about relationships and why they rule. And Janice and I talked for an hour, and it could have been three hours. We could have gone Joe Rogan depths. It could have been a marathon. But but we, we pulled it together for a tight hour on her show all about human connection and relationships and meeting new people and remembering names and all kinds of good stuff. So take a listen to this uh, short eight or 10 minute clip. And if you're really into it, you can check the show notes and get a direct link to this full episode on Janice's podcast, Relationships Rule. So please enjoy. In your book, you talk about, um, you in your chapter, utilizing visual perspective. I pulled out this quote because I, I really like it. Talking is easy. Connecting is hard. And it's just based on what we were just talking about. But um, when you are known as a connector, a relationship builder, as I am, as you are, as you teach people to be, how do you, how do you teach someone to connect with people? You can you teach it? Yeah. Yeah. And and that's such a good question. Can you teach it? And this is why you'll notice that I hardly ever talk about empathy. It's mentioned in my book, I think once or twice and mostly mentioned to talk about why I'm not going to talk about it. (laughs) And, and I get asked a lot, wow, you know, it's amazing. I think you spent an hour talking about human connection on stage. I don't think you said anything about empathy. How can you not talk about empathy? And the reason is empathy is an emotional state, first of all, and it's really hard to teach someone how to be more emotional about something, right? Therapists do it, but they do it in dedicated hour-long weekly sessions over a long period of time. It's a very difficult thing to make minor increments, right? Um, Teaching someone to be more empathic is very hard. However, teaching someone to be better at asking questions and asking the right kind of questions and to be able to take on someone else's perspective, right? Perspective taking. Mm -hmm. These are skills. These are tools. Uh, They are growth commodities. Nobody is born with the ability to do perspective taking or to ask interesting questions. It's something you have to learn. And interestingly, it's something that is not taught. It's not taught in school. There's never, like, I ask people in my workshops, what is human connection? And you get a hundred people blank stare, fully grown adult humans, right? You know, and and blank stare. And I'll say, okay, show of hands, who here has ever been asked that question before? 
Not one. Nobody has ever raised their hand ever in a workshop I've done. Thousands and thousands and thousands of people. Think about that. You get to the point where you're 30, 40, 50, 60 years old, and no one in your life has ever asked you, not a teacher, not a parent, not an adult, has asked you, what is human connection? What? How are we getting this far in life without even asking the question, what is this thing connecting with others? We're just assumed that we are able to do it somehow, but we're not. So can you learn it? Absolutely. And the first thing that you need to learn when you want to learn how to make meaningful connections with people is to actually listen to what people are saying. Mm-hmm. It's such a boring, it's not a sexy thing. I could probably make a lot more money if I was teaching how to get people to listen to you, right? There's a lot more money in that. A lot of people are willing to pay to get people, to, like, how do I get people to listen yeah. to me? Very few people are willing they to pay to be better right? listeners themselves, yeah. right? Yeah. And, 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 and the crazy thing about that is the way to get people to listen to you is actually to be a better listener, right? Is that right. the most interesting people are always the most interested people. The people right. who who actually listen to the answers and then ask follow-up questions that make sense based on what the person just said. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> right? Yes. And that seems obvious. And, and it seems obvious, but we don't do it because when people are talking, we get so wrapped up in trying to figure out something clever or interesting to say in response. Like someone's telling a story and the second we hear them say something and we realize we have a, a response or a reaction to that, we literally tune them out and just try to remember that thing. You can feel it. Your brain is like, remember that thing you want to say, remember that thing you want to say, remember that thing you want to say, right? And then when your eyes see their lips stop moving, we just jump in and say our thing so we don't forget it. And I, I, I always have to laugh. I always joke about that. Like sometimes they've moved the conversation on three points and you didn't even notice and you just scared everybody in the room by jumping in with your thing. People look at you like you're a crazy person. Yeah. It's like, who cares? You got to say your thing. So the first thing we have to do is when people are talking, listen to what they're saying. And the key here is listen not just for what they're saying, but why are they telling me this? And and I think that this is what is this is what helps people alleviate a lot of like the problem of annoying coworkers and things like that. People go, I have this annoying coworker that's just always talking and they're always they're never talking about something that's important. It's always some random story about their weekend. It's like, okay, let's pause for a second. They're obviously taking the time to tell you this thing. So let's wonder, what is it about this story or these kinds of stories that they're always telling that's important to them? I'm not saying we should tolerate people wasting our time in business. I'm saying that before we try to fix the problem of them wasting our time, we need to understand why they're doing the thing they're doing. And so all of connection for me starts with understanding. We don't have to agree, but if we don't understand no conversation can be had. No agreement can be reached. So now I'm afraid to say what to say anything because <laughs> is it going to be a reaction? That, was I listening? I not. No. Well, we're doing a different thing here, no, right? No, no, what no, we're I, doing is not a normal conversation. We're doing uh, a, a performance for <laughs> listeners for later, right? We are here to serve the listeners. Absolutely, and I and and I appreciate that. And I was teasing, but um, but I do or I should say, and, and I, I understand and agree with what you're saying, because I remember, you know, it it goes back to, I used to teach school. I think I told you that I was an elementary school teacher back in my first life and I was young and, and I taught little kids. And, and when you 
ask a question or when, or sorry, when kids are doing like show and tell, and they'll come up to the front of the room to share something. The other kids, they're not really listening. They're just waiting for their turn for show and tell. And that's what happens with not being a good listener, right? You're just waiting for your turn to speak or your turn to get up and share. And that's what it always makes me think of the, um, the show and tell situation in school. That's such um, a great example. I love that example. That's yeah, great. You should, great. You should, you should use that. Uh, you should okay. use that example more often. It's a great example. Yeah. Well, I feel as though, um, Yes, adults do the same thing. They, they're they just different versions of those kids, you know, waiting to have their turn. Yeah. Um, I also read somewhere once when I was, I used to teach customer service type training and, and telephone courtesy back in the day. And and um, I got onto somebody who was doing listening skills and I was reading his book. And one of the things that he said was, do you know the uh, anagram of the word listen? Do you? I don't think so. The word silent. Oh, how about that? Yeah. How I great just is love that? that. So the word silent. Yeah. yeah. So think about that. If you want to be, a, you want to be an active listener, but you want to have that moment of silence. Well, well, that's it. And and sometimes when I teach this stuff, people are like, okay, but are you saying like, I never get to talk in a conversation? It's like, no, like there's, you can't connect at anybody. You can no. only connect with them. Right. You know, I mean, people, act like they're trying to connect at people yeah. all the time. Um, but the point is that when somebody else is talking, when they're giving their point, their end of the conversation, that you need to try to stay on their end of the conversation while they're on their end of the conversation so that you can ask a follow-up question that yes. makes sense so that you can uh, you can get to the bottom of why they're telling you and figure out what's important because then you can do the more advanced active listening techniques that you and I probably both teach, like like reflective listening, by right? being mm -hmm. able to paraphrase something back to somebody in your words from their point of view. Right. It's like one of the most bonding things you can do with somebody. People have never had somebody do that. They don't, it's not like they go, oh, this person's doing reflective listening. That's not what happens. <laughs> when you do that with someone, they have this this sensation that feels you can see their their face lights up it's it, it it will change your life when you start being able to do this when people look like oh my god like this person's they actually they're listen. really <laughs> listening to me like you know they're they're notice, noticing what i'm saying and why it's important to me and then when it's your turn to have your end of the conversation because you were so good at doing that for them, it inspires more people without knowing the techniques to do it for you. And that's how we create a virtuous cycle. How do you get people to be better listeners for you? Do it for them, lead by example, make it feel good to do it. Well, that's it for this little clip. If you really enjoyed this, go check out Janice Porter's podcast, Relationships Rule. Check the show notes for a direct link to this entire conversation, and I will talk to you again soon.